welcome to Cancer Conversations. I'm your host, Erica Matthews. I am a wife, mom, and wellness coach. I understand the trauma of getting a cancer diagnosis and the intense battle a person instantly steps into. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome adversity and how activating faith plays a key role in the outcomes we want to have. Each week, I will be bringing you education and inspiration, as well as interviews with other fellow warriors. Get ready to be empowered in your faith, mindset, and your health. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, it's Erica, and I wanted to do an episode on the power of hope. Hope is one of the most powerful things that you can carry. So in today's episode, we're going to discuss the power of hope and how to pick it up again if you've laid it down. Now, I love going to Google and looking up what words mean, but this time I looked it up in the dictionary and Webster's defines hope as a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And one of my favorite places to actually go and look for hope is in the Bible. It has plenty to say about hope. Listen to this. So Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. So we even see right there that the Lord knows that if we don't have hope, that our very own hearts will get sick. And I know that some of you listening in right now are going through some brutal trials. And the reason I know that is because I talk to you. Some of you are my own clients and it is brutal what you are going through. Some of you are even wondering if you're going to survive this and if you're going to make it to the other side. Because I'm a follower of Jesus and I have a relationship with him, I get benefits being his child. If you are a child of God, meaning you've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're living for him, then you too are a child of God. And this scripture that I'm going to read to you applies to you. So Psalm 68, 19 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. So one of the benefits that we have as his children is the ability to see our trials through his perspective. And this is what gives us hope. See, I believe that when you know who you are, you know what to do. And in my opinion, the only way to know who you are is to go to God. He is the one that speaks identity. He's the one that tells you your value and who you are. And then it's like we know what to do. We know how to live. And this means that our trials can benefit us. And this helps us in the area of hope. So the very first thing that I want to mention is that all hopelessness, okay, every ounce of hopelessness is rooted in a lie. And why? Why is it a lie? Because we're looking at our situations with only part of the story. So when you're looking at your situation that you are deeming hopeless, you don't know if what you're going through is for a bigger purpose. And most of the time it is. God is doing 
something so great and mighty in you that could never be done any other way. Also, when you're going through such a situation that you deem hopeless, then you are looking at it with limited capacity. So you're looking through your situation with a lens, and then you're creating a story around it. And this is also what creates hopelessness. Am I not right? Man, let me give you an example. My numbers are going up. So it must mean the treatment isn't working and I'm not going to survive. Or this relationship didn't work out and I wanted it to. I'm probably never going to find someone as good as this person. Do you see what I mean? Like, do you see how we can just come up with a story and make something mean something? But oftentimes the story that we create is negative, right? Because hopelessness is negative. It's so negative. Hopelessness comes from a place of feeling stuck, feeling like there's no answers or results or like nothing is ever really going to change. Again, it comes from looking at our situation and not keeping our eyes on God. And the Bible is clear. There is a scripture. It says, with men, things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So some of you need to get your eyes off of your situation and back onto God. And you need to change the story that you are telling yourself. Here's an example. Right now, I may not be seeing the results that I want in my health journey, but I believe that my breakthrough is on its way. Or I may not like what I'm experiencing right now, but I know that God's ways are higher than mine and he's got another solution coming my way. See, you guys have to know this, that what you speak over yourself is actually very important. In fact, it's life-changing and it has to do with hope, right? If you are constantly speaking out negative things, maybe you're even reiterating negative news that the doctor has told you or that someone has told you, right? That isn't going to stir up hope and faith, right? So it's very important to be careful about what you're speaking over yourself. What are you confessing, right? That has everything to do with hope. Here's another example. I like to speak my words out loud so that my ears, my heart, my soul, my cells, and my body hear what I'm speaking. I am amazing, and my body is capable of healing. I will beat the odds. God is making my crooked path straight. He is working all things together for my good. God is in the story and he has marked me with his healing touch. And I will see the results of what I'm believing for. Hope is the oxygen of my soul. And I refuse to give power to the lie of hopelessness. Because in Jesus' name, there is no hopeless situation, not one. Come on. Do you see do you see how when you speak life and truth, that's the truth. Those words right there, that is the truth, okay? That is what will set your soul free. 
And when we begin to hear truth, it's like our spirit wakes up and leaps with hope because like I said, the truth sets us free and this is hope. So really, when you think about hope versus hopelessness, hopelessness is a lie and hope is true and hope is driven by faith. But I'm telling you that it is a partnership with God. Like it is you and him doing this work together. You're stirring your spirit up. You are speaking life over yourself. You are rehearsing the truth. You are rehearsing good news. You're visualizing success. You're visualizing, you know, being cancer free or being married or whatever it is, whatever that thing is for you, you are visualizing it, that it is completely done. It's completely yours. Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you feel revived in hope even just a little bit? Let me tell you this. So it takes the Holy Spirit to fill you with hope. Okay. There's a scripture in Romans five, and I'm all about the word of God because Jesus is the word of God and he is freedom. And I'm telling you this because before I found him, well, I should say before he found me, my whole life was, and this is like 20 years ago, my whole life was a deep, dark pit of depression. That was hopelessness back then. And just living for the next high or the next thing that was going to make me happy. And I never had that peace. And I was just living life just, you know, completely purposeless. And when I had that encounter with Jesus that I've spoke of, and I think it was my first episode, wow, that changed everything for me. And I saw so clearly that he's everything that each and every one of you is listening in. You're looking for him and you you may not know it or identify it, but you're looking for him. The real Jesus of freedom, not religion, not someone that's been painted as just, you know, a genie in a bottle, just Santa Claus gives you whatever you want. No, he is a real living human being. He's a king. He's glorious. He's beautiful. And he's changed my life. And I believe that the reason that I am just thriving in my life, and I've, I've been thriving, you know, as a stage four cancer person, that it's all him. But the great news is, is I also got a promise from the very get-go that he would heal me. And that was my confidence. And that's what I stood on. So for any of you that need hope, that would be something I would encourage you to do. It's something I encourage all my clients to do is to go to the scriptures and ask God to speak to you about your specific situation. God, you've got to give me a promise of hope. God, you've got to speak to me. I need to know what you're saying right now. God, I need wisdom. I need to know which way to step. And he will. He will speak to you. You have to believe that he wants to speak to you. So anyways, those are just some things that I hope encourage you. Another thing that I do is I go to the Bible and I will look up scriptures like miracles that Jesus did in the Bible and stir my heart and remind myself that since Jesus is the same God yesterday, today, and forever, 
he doesn't change and he doesn't change his mind that what he did then he can do today, right? So again, it's believing and that believing creates hope, okay? Another thing that I know people have done is just like meditate on survivors. So if you're dealing with a cancer diagnosis, which I think a lot of people that listen in to my show are, but like listen to these episodes, these episodes of people who have survived, some have been cancer free for 12 years and more, and they've healed naturally with God, like get excited about that, right? We don't hear about that too much in the world. We think, oh my gosh, I just have to do the one way of healing, which is the conventional way. And so I like to tell people, well, you have another option, you know, and you and the Lord equals power. You are unstoppable, completely unstoppable with him. So take his hand. Don't be afraid to surrender. And I just want to say, you know, something I read recently about surrender. We get scared of surrendering, right? Because we think, oh, I'm just going to give up, right? That's what surrender means. No, surrender means giving up the control that we think that we have, right? So none of us have control of anything in our life. We think we do, right? We think we do, but we don't. So it's so empowering when we can surrender our situations back to God and he gives us feedback and he speaks to us and he encourages us and he gives us a new lens to see life through and he gives us his perspective to walk out our healing journeys. And again, it's hope. It's hope. So Meditate on what's possible for you. That is my encouragement. And visualize your healing. Visualize what it is that you are dreaming of, you are hoping of, you are fighting so intensely for. Visualize it as done. You know, when Jesus died on the cross over 2,000 years ago, you want to know what he said when he was done and he gave up his breath. He said, it is finished. Get excited about that, that your healing journey is going to come to an end. You're going to be cancer-free or whatever journey you're on. It's going to be done, done, done. It is finished. So I want you to do that. I really do, especially if you've lost your hope. Today is a new day to get back to being a carrier of hope. Okay, And being a carrier of hope is being the powerful person that you are. One last thing I want to say is that it's very important to also have builders of hope around you. And what I mean by that is people who can remind you when, especially when you're in a deep, dark cloud. And, you know, if you are doing, you know, conventional treatment, you're sick, you're sick. And, or there's pain, right? Pain can be a huge trigger. So you need those hope builders around you, people that are going to just help lift your vision, remind you, God is not done with you. God is just, in fact, getting started with you. So I hope this encourages you. 
I hope this builds your faith and your hope again. And for those of you who had laid down hope that you have picked it back up again and you say, I'm drawing a line in the sand today. I am going to be a hope carrier for myself. I am worthy of hope. I am worthy of being this powerful person of hope. And no more am I walking in hopelessness. And as always, I so appreciate each and every one of you. I love the feedback that I'm getting from the episodes. And I love praying for people. So if you're in a season where you need some extra prayer, please shoot me an email at hello at ericamatthews.co. I love to pray for you. And I hope you have a beautiful day. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the show. My prayer is that the podcast encouraged you and filled you with hope. If you loved what you heard today and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, and leave a review on Apple Podcast. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at It's Erica Matthews and join my Hope and Healing for Cancer Facebook group. Remember this, anything worth having takes work. See you next week for a new episode.